Hey there, Mama. Today on the podcast, I'm going to be a little bit real and a little bit raw, probably very, with you. And we're going to talk about self-sabotage. And bear with me because I want you to stick with me and see where we're going with this. I know it sounds heavy for a podcast, but you know, there's just some conversations that we need to have. So I'm excited to have this conversation with you. Let's get into the episode for today. Welcome to the Wholesome Mama Show. I'm Elise and I'm on a mission to help women break free of feeling stuck in survival mode and enjoy motherhood again, even through the tough seasons. When I became a new mum, I felt lost, confused and didn't know my calling beyond motherhood or even if I had one. The last few years have been a journey of finding myself again, becoming well from the inside out and figuring out how to enjoy this time with my little ones. John 10.10 says that we are called to a full, abundant life, and I know that that includes us mothers. Join me here for conversations around living with intention, simplifying our homes, holistic health, including quitting the tox, how to really walk in faith in today's world, conscious parenting and marriage, and so much more. So mama, if you've been finding life stressful and overwhelming lately, I'm here for you and I'm so glad that you are here too. Let's take a moment, grab a cup of tea or a glass of bubbles and let's get into today's episode. Okay, so self-sabotage sounds really heavy. It sounds like I'm purposefully going out of my way to absolutely destroy this thing, you know, whether it's your marriage or your career or your motherhood, I think it is a tactic that the enemy uses for us to really not live in purpose and live out something to the full potential whether that is in your marriage or with your children and your relationship with them or relationship with other people, whether it is in your career or business, maybe you're an entrepreneur, maybe you're in social selling and you feel like you are sabotaging your growth. Maybe it's even just in your personal life or maybe you don't even know it yet that you are self-sabotaging. There's probably a better word for it, but I can't think of anything. So we're going with self-sabotage. So I wanted to share with you the revelation that I had. I think we've been married now almost seven years. And this was probably something that I realized a year or two into our marriage was that I was self-sabotaging in my mind, our marriage. And so how I was doing that was that I was living as if I was expecting my husband to wake up any day and think, oh, I'm disappointed. I could have done better. I, I, was, I was really living in fear. And this is how once you realize what you were doing, it almost sounds silly like it does sound a bit ridiculous but it is you know the enemy is so good at feeding you all these little lies with a side of fear and then that's just how we start to believe in something that would be unfathomable so I was waiting for him to wake up and be disappointed 
But really what I was doing was that I was almost trying to look for him to do the wrong thing. Like I was, I was waiting for him to disappoint me. I was trying to seek out some kind of failure, be it the smallest little thing or the biggest thing so that I, I would feel better and would feel more comforted in the fact that I, I felt like I was the one who was a failure, that I was the one who was a disappointment. And so what that was doing though was sabotaging our relationship because I was waking up with almost that and it is it is nasty it's a nasty agenda of my heart and it really took me and I can still remember exactly where I was driving when God spoke to me so like almost like an audible voice in the car with me I was driving by myself and God spoke to me in the car and said, you are sabotaging this because you are scared that you are a disappointment. This has nothing to do with him. This is on you. You need me to come and clean your heart and check your heart. (laughs) Whoa. I think I even pulled over the car because I was like, I just need to sit and realize because I could replay in that moment. I replayed scenario after scenario of you know, all these lies that the devil had fed me with fear of failing and fear of being rejected and, you know, remembering like, oh, well, remember what that person said. Remember what this person said. Remember how that happened. Remember how, and it's all these stories that were playing up in my head that I was making up, really. That was not fair on him at all. So it really took a good heart check and heart it it was pretty much a big kick up the butt from God to for me to realize that what I was doing was actually wrong and not not good at all but the the amazing thing is and that's like a very that's just what it was in my life and that's a very big thing but we can do that so much we can do that in our homes you know, that I'm just overwhelmed and it's too much to do everything. And I can't even, I can't even cook a good dinner. I can't even, I'm not even good at keeping the house clean. I'm not even, and we tell ourselves these stories that are not true, but we believe them. And so we then begin to live it out. We then tell ourselves so much can't even keep on top of the laundry and there's folding on the lounge piled up and it's been there for a week and I can't even do that and I can't even do this and and so then you live out that as truth because you have told yourself that so so many times that you're not good at housekeeping and being a homemaker and then you live that out and go well why bother anyway because I'm no good at it And so that's then how we approach our day and that impacts our husbands, that impacts our children, that impacts everyone around us because we are then telling ourselves these lies that then the enemy is going to go, well, you're also not good at this and and think, look how easy it was for me to get her to believe that she wasn't good at that. So let's see what else I can get her to believe. 
and then and then that's just how it's going to keep keep replaying and replaying you can do it with your kids now oh, I'm just not a good mum. I don't I don't like playing with the kids I'm not a good mum. I yelled at the kids I'm not a good mum. and and you get you get what I mean right I'm I'm not fun I'm not like her I'm not I'm not a cool mum. I'm not a pretty mum. I'm not a fun mum. I'm not a and we tell ourselves these so then we go into our day with our kids thinking that our kids are thinking that my mum isn't cool, my mum isn't pretty, my mum isn't fun, my mum's not good at sport, my mum's not this, my mum's not that. Oh, mum yelled at me again, mum did this, mum did that. Okay, really, they're probably not thinking that at all. They're probably thinking she's my mummy. She gets to be my mummy and I love my mummy and I want to be with my mummy. That's really what our kids are thinking. So we need to stop sabotaging our relationships with our husband and with our kids because of the lies that we are telling ourselves and the stories that we are believing. You know, and this is a conversation that that goes heaps we could go heaps deeper, but I really want you to think about what, what stories am I telling myself when it comes to my husband and my marriage? What are the things I'm telling myself? Am I telling myself that, you know, uh, he's, he would rather be out with the boys than home with me, or he would rather be doing this than doing that. And then you're, you're, taking away you're not making room for love and joy and peace in that marriage you're already and it's all in our mind and this is why our minds we have to keep them so we have to keep them in check because like it's it's amazing that we can tell ourselves something in our mind and it can be totally untrue but we tell it enough We tell it to ourselves enough and it becomes the truth. And it is so hard to undo that. You know, thank you, God, for for the grace of God and him um, reworking our hearts and minds. But for us to then redo that and then tell ourselves the truth again, tell ourselves the truth again, tell ourselves the truth again, till we start to believe that. You know, and I remember when I like had the conversation with my husband, he kind of laughed at me as if I was completely insane, you know, me going, well, okay, I have, I have to be honest with you. This is going to sound weird, but I've been waiting for you to disappoint me so that I feel better about disappointing you. And he was like, what? And it was absolutely ridiculous to him. But that's, that's the amazing thing that we can take something so ridiculous and tell it to ourselves over and over and over again that it is the truth. But I want you to know today that it is not the truth. It is not. The, the lies that you are believing, and I know that as you are listening to this, I know that God is revealing the lie that you have been believing because I know he put this on my heart to bring this word to you today to bring this podcast out right now that you are listening to right now so that he could reveal to you the lie that you have been believing in your heart. 
And he wants to replace it with his truth, with his words today. So that is how it can, it can come up when with our marriage and with our relationships and motherhood and home life. But I also want to talk, talk really quickly on a, a lighter note, but it still happens that we, we can self-sabotage in our business and careers. And I know that a lot of my world is kind of online creators and social sellers and online entrepreneurs. And for so much, particularly in kind of the network marketing space, we can sabotage our, our business from growing. And this even goes for, you know, coaches and course creators and everything. And But I'm sure whatever you are doing, whatever kind of realm of work that you find yourself in, even if it is ministry, you know, this is, this is actually huge for women in ministry because the devil, let's just talk about that for a moment. Women in ministry sabotaging their ministry and and this is totally me was believing little things little lies about that that the devil is telling you again it's the same thing like oh you can't you can't speak good did you really hear the voice of god no you're not as good as that one you're not as good as that woman you're not as good as that man oh they've written a book oh they have a more more they have more influence or they go to this church or they do that they do this you're not good enough you're not good enough you shouldn't be there God wouldn't really choose you and use you God wouldn't really speak through you like blah 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 lies 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 and yet if we let them in enough then he will keep feeding them to us until we tell it to ourselves enough that it is the truth. And then boom, he has a woman who is too fearful to speak out, who is too afraid of what people are going to think and her reputation and, and then our ego gets into it, too afraid of failing, too afraid of getting it wrong to try, too afraid of being rejected and you know making a bit of an uproar, too afraid to stand out. So what what does that mean he's done? It means he's quieted you and stopped you from living out the purpose that God has for you, what he's called you to do, what he's called you to say, who he's called you to reach. You know, and again, this for me, even just having a podcast and speaking like it's amazing I can see on the back end where where you are all listening to and it is like it blows my mind the countries of people that I'm reaching with just what what I thought I feel like God you're telling me to do this so I'm I'm just going to do it and whatever comes from it comes from it but the fact that there are there are people in countries listening to this that aren't allowed to go to church and here I am being able to share the grace of God with you like that to me blows my mind. But for so many years, and it even started back in school when I would just be told, oh, Elise, you're the dumb blonde, you, you should just be quiet. And even to this day, this has been a continual attack on my life, a continual battle 
that I am having to face. And when you realize, when you realize what it is for your life, when you really get a hold of what God has called you to do, the enemy is going to try and stop it because he knows that a woman of God is a powerful, powerful thing. And he doesn't want you to be that. So he's going to try and stop it. So I can, I can see from, from when I was younger in school, you know, all these things on. And then, so I then thought, okay, well, if I'm the dumb blonde that I'm just going to play to that, I'll just, I'll just think that, all right, that'll just be me. I'll just be the ditzy blonde chick who is, is not smart, isn't good at school. And so I, I let people shape me for so long with that, with that brand, with that, um, what's the word? Label, that's the word, label. I let people completely brand me with labels and I wonder what labels you have been branded with where, okay, so I'll just, I'll just leave that label out because that seems to be funny. So I'll just, I'll just leave that out. And so even then now into adulthood of, you know, if I, if I say something and it's not like every time I say something silly or get something wrong, I'm like, oh, it's the devil. And like, cause I'm obviously don't know everything, but there are, there are certainly times that I can look back and pinpoint, but you know, it's, it is even just in the little things of, you know, saying coming up with an idea and going, oh, okay, well, what about that? Oh, no, that's that's a really dumb idea. <laughs> it's often a conversation with my husband, but then he goes, and this is why that is not a good idea. And it makes pretty good sense. Anyway, but it is it is like even that is how it keeps coming up in in my life and to the point of I would sit in, you know, uh, when I was in a different capacity volunteering at church I would come up with ideas and solutions to problems and you know even even having conversations with friends who want advice or venting about something or asking for something and you know I will I will feel like I have something good to say and then this voice will come in my head and go you shouldn't say it because it's not good and and everyone's going to laugh at you and and it's it's just not worthwhile saying so I wouldn't say it. You know, and there are times now I will generally just say it and there's times where I go, yeah, I probably should have just kept that in my head. But I want you to think about the labels that people have put on you that you have been living with. And it could be something from childhood that you're still living under that label. And I want to say to you today that it's time to break free from that and step into, and this has gone way, way beyond um, where I was thinking this conversation would go, but hey, obviously God wants it to go here. But what labels you have been living under, and God wants to break them off you and give you a new label today. So really, in all things, it comes back to what we are telling ourselves, the, the lies that we are believing you know, and and I can't help to think you. This is this has been the enemy schemes throughout history. You know, in in the Garden of Eden to Adam and Eve, did God really say? Did God really say? Did God really say not to eat that fruit? 
do you go and really say this? You know, and then in the in the Bible, when uh, the devil was tempting Jesus in the New Testament, he would say, like, if you are the son of God. So the thing is the devil will at the root of everything, he will attack your identity and you believing the word of God. You know what I love is that when when the devil was tempting Jesus, Jesus' comeback was always the word of God. He would say, the word says, the word says, the word says, the word says. And that is why we need to have the word in us. And so when, when the devil whispers at you, are you really chosen? Do you think God would really call you? So the word says, I am chosen. The word says, the word says. So I want you to think about the lies, the lies that you are believing and speaking it to yourself. You know, even to the point of, and I don't know if it was just me who did this, and I sometimes honestly still do, but I would I would play scenarios in my mind with my husband. Like I would rehearse a conversation. And it would go badly and, and in my mind, the conversation would end up as an argument and then I would be angry at him. And so this is happening in my mind in the day and then he gets home from work and I'm angry at him. It's like, what happened? Well, in my mind, we were having a conversation and you did this. And like, again, it's just, it's ridiculous but it is why we so need to guard our hearts and our minds. You know, take every thought captive, make it obedient to Christ. So I hope that this conversation has, you know, I know that there's something, even if it's just one line I said in passing, but there's something that you needed to hear. You are here listening to this episode today for a reason. I pray that this has blessed you. I love you, Mama. I will see you again next week for another episode. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of The Wholesome Mama Show. I pray that you're blessed by this conversation. And if you did get something out of today's episode, I would love for you to take a moment, leave a review, subscribe, and even share this episode on your socials. And please don't forget to tag me at Wholesome Mama. And also, did you know that we have a community that is fully based around conversations happening in this podcast? Search on Facebook, The Wholesome Mama Community, and I will see you in there. Let's share the love and light and help more women to thrive.